Hello, thank you for downloading this podcast of the NYU Abu Dhabi Institute. We hope you enjoy listening to this. For more information about our programs, please visit www.nyuad.nyu.edu slash institute. Good evening to all of you, our dear professors and our dear guests and colleagues and our dear students. My name is Nadia Sheikh. I'm the Deputy Dean of the University for Communication and Cultural Communication and Research. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you with us uh, this evening. It's also an honor for New York Abrabi University to welcome you in this uh, webinar, in this uh, event uh, where we have, we will discuss the narratives of Morisco's expulsion in Spanish and Arab thought. Since it was established in 2008, uh, NYUAD has been keen on attracting experts and academicians and artists from all over the globe to attend its uh, events and its programs and general programs. This evening, it's an honor to welcome Mr. Hussam Din Shashiyeh, who will give us a lecture in which he will highlight and showcase some of his insights about the Spanish and Arab thoughts in terms of Moisco's and the expulsion. He is a Tunisian expert and a Tunisian professor. He obtained a PhD in history in uh, from the University of Tunis, uh, of Tunisia. He uh, has many publications about uh, the uh, developments in um, uh, the uh, Andalusia and Moroccan area and region. He uh, has a manuscript about Nasir Din Al Qawm al Kafirin manuscript, which uh, was written by Ahmed al Andalusi in 2015. He received uh, the award of Ibn Battuta for the traveling uh, literature given by a Swahili house in uh, Abu Dhabi. It was issued recently for him a book that he issued about the Moriscian thought, which was published in Riyadh and Tamimi establishment in Tunisia. His intervention is part of a series of lectures about the history of Andalusia. And this lecture is the third one. The fourth lecture will be held on the 7th of uh, Marsh, there's a change. It's not uh, uh, a mistake. The uh, lecture about the intellectual uh, crossroads of Andalusia and how uh, the Andalusian uh, scholars shaped the world by Meritech Road will take place on the 7th of March and not the 8th of March. There's a change due to the fact that, uh, that this is the International Women's Day and uh, there's a big event on that. So, would like to thank Dr. Hassan Eddin Shashia and would like to thank you for coming and uh, would like to thank all our guests for attending and for your keenness on uh, attending this uh, event. I would like to welcome all of you to New York Abu Dhabi University and I uh, wish you a wonderful time. Dr. Shashir, please, the floor is yours. At the beginning, I would like to uh, express my appreciation and gratitude to New York University Abu Dhabi for the kind invitation. I would like to thank uh, Professor Nadia for the, her introduction. This uh, uh, work or research that I will highlight for you as part of a research project that I started back in 2018. I'm trying to look into the Moriscan history in the Arab and Spanish thought and intellect. This is the outcome of my work. This is the book that I issued recently. It is still, actually it was published by a publishing house. 
at the beginning, before I start, I would like to introduce the Moriscos to you briefly. The Moriscos are the Muslims who remained in the home cities in Spain. After the fall of Andalusia, they were forced to convert to Christianity as of uh, 1502, and this uh, process continued until the year 1526. Those are the people whom we call the Moriscos. The second uh, element is why are we focusing on the uh, Spanish-Arab interactions on the Moriscan issue? I believe that this type of this part of history is still problematic. Uh, whether in Spain, as I will highlight later, and the major segment or the major part of my intervention will focus on this issue in Spain and also the Arab world. For instance, in Spain, up till now, they still celebrate the date where Granada fell into their hands. Every year, they revive uh, the uh, event itself. Uh, and every year on Twitter or Facebook, uh, we will have the issue being highlighted and discussed uh, from different angles. So all of this uh, problematic and thorny presence of this type of history and this segment of history called upon me to study this topic. So studying how the uh, Moriscos were highlighted and covered in Arab writing, it was not really uh, the subject of uh, major attention from Arab academicians, but uh, the uh, Spanish researchers looked into this topic, despite the fact that these actions were very important. However, the way of approaching uh, the Spanish thought on the Moriscan issue was quite limited, whether in the time span or the topics covered. Mainly, we focus on the 16th and 17th century alone, and uh, the 18th century is overlooked, uh, as I will show later on. So this absence of research into this topic and uh, shaping an image that will give us a clear view of what happened on the ground and also the perspective about the Moriscos, this is what really impelled me to conduct this research. My concept is about understanding the uh, development of uh, the Spanish uh, intellect and thought in addressing Moriscos, this is something that can only be done in the long term. So since the period of time where the events themselves took place, I mean the historic event in reference to the 16th and the 17th century, and then we have the memory span or the uh, 17th and 18th century. So we have two time spans in this regard. Given many writings at the 16th and 17th century by uh, Spanish researchers or the uh, justification researchers. So, I mean, they, those historians try to justify what happened. So, uh, one of the leaders of those writings, we have uh, the uh, Pope of Jacantia, uh, jo Joan Ribera, and uh, uh, his uh, uh, colleague, Chayi uh, Bleda, in the books defending the, the creed and the identity of the Moriscos. So there have been a number of religious writings that preceded the, these dates, and from the titles of these writings, we can understand how they want to justify what happened. For, for example, one of the uh, topics, one of the books is titled uh, The Justified Expulsion of the Moriscos from Spain, and so on. So what we notice in those writings is the word, uh, using allegory and using uh, 
symbolism to explain why this expulsion took take place and why this expulsion was fair from the uh, Spaniards' side or the people of Spain's side. So the writers uh, were focusing on obtaining uh, examples uh, from reality. So uh, they said that uh, when you have uh, a serpent in the house, you have to expel it. Or when you have cancer affecting one of your organs, it has to be amputated. So this is how they likened the Moriscos to uh, cancer and to servants. So those writers have been focusing on the Islamic origins of the Moriscos to justify why they were expelled. At the same period, in the uh, at the beginning, at the end of the 16th century and the beginning of the 17th century, other Spanish writers embarked on an attempt to write about those events by uh, Michel Kay for from uh, uh, eyewitness uh, uh, testimonies, uh, Demis Yoga, uh, who wrote a book about Granada's uh, war. Uh, he uh, talked about the civil war in Granada and also Mabun Capital. And these are some of the titles of these books. Because we have noticed that there is a great deal of similarities between the uh, religious leaders and the religious people's uh, writings uh, and the researchers in Spain. Uh, of that history. So the, uh, there has been uh, a, a marked difference between the hist what the historians said and what the religious uh, people said. What the uh, historians did is that they were more uh, bound to focusing on the facts, but the religious leaders focused on uh, more the religious side and the emotional side. So the cultural aspects were different in different uh, uh, Castilla and different cities in uh, Spain back then. So some uh, historians were able to understand the complex nature of the situation. But this type of understanding was absent uh, among uh, the composers of uh, songs and poems who were completely antagonist uh, and antagonistic to uh, the Moriscos and praising uh, Philip III, including uh, Gaspar Aguilar, who wrote uh, a, a poem about the expulsion of uh, Muslims uh, from uh, Spain uh, by uh, His Majesty Philip III, and in which he praised his actions. Uh, Moreover, most um, uh, popular uh, Spanish uh, culture poems focus on uh, hostility towards uh, uh, the uh, Moriscos. And uh, there weren't many complex uh, uh, artistic uh, poems, but uh, they focused on explaining a simplistic uh, image of what uh, took place. Uh, and uh, it was basically quite hostile against the Moriscos. However, some of them rejected what happened and had some sort of uh, compassion towards those Moriscos, despite, because they said even if they were worthy of expulsion, the tragedy and its uh, uh, negative impact on thousands of people, including men, women, senior people, uh, children, and so many people, really touched the spirit and the hearts of so many uh, poets. And those poets could not really withhold the fact that they have to cover the tragedy that took place. Even if they tried to use all the tools and the artistic and literary tools against the issue of celebrating the expulsion of those Moriscos. This was another trend that we witnessed in the golden era for the uh, uh, Spanish civilization, where we see some of those art, uh, works of art showed some sort of compassion towards the Moriscos. One of the early novels that covered the Moriscos, we have the 
Matthew Aleman's novel in his uh, novel Los Maldia Taraci and also Soluc uh, Dossin uh, and uh, Miguel de Cervantes and other novels which belong to the so-called the uh, the uh, Popov's uh, um, literature, which focused on the life of uh, marginalized segments of the Spanish communities and uh, talked about slaves and uh, uh, impoverished people and the Moriscos as well. Like any other novel, the presence of uh, Moriscos vied extensively, but uh, the main note here is that uh, this presence was quite limited and marginal in nature. For instance, as highlighted by some researchers, the the Moisco's romantic novels were quite uh, limited. They projected to a limited uh, level uh, the uh, uh, novels that glorified the enemy, uh, the Moriscos, and put them forward as noble uh, knights, uh, even if they were enemies. However, the uh, officials in the uh, Spanish uh, state back then ejected these uh, works of art and theater, uh, despite the presence of uh, some Moriscos um, characters in uh, the 15th century uh, plays. However, the key features of uh, those Moriscos in the Spanish theater go back to the 17th century, particularly in the works of uh, Lobby de Vega and the plays of Lobby de Vega, and also in the works of Calderón de la Barca, who wrote, uh, a novel, who wrote a play written, uh, Love After Death, which was dedicated entirely to the Moriscos issue. On this uh, graph, we can see the level of presence for the Moriscos and their attendance in most of the scenes of uh, uh, that play. However, uh, playwriters in Spain uh, uh, obscured the Moriscos issue, not because they were not uh, uh, important to the uh, Spanish people know the fact that they were really important, but quite the opposite. It is a very dramatic issue, or actually it's an over-dramatic issue. It's an issue that can only reflect the tragedy of the Morisco victims. It condemns by nature, the uh, society, the Spanish society, that expelled them in such a tragic manner. So the Morisco's presence in the 17th uh, literature, 17th century literature in Spain, uh, researchers uh, into the 18th century, now moving on to the 18th century, there is almost total absence of uh, Morisco's uh, issues. And the role that uh, the uh, Spanish people uh, handled this topic in the 18th century, because uh, it is uh, believed that uh, the Spanish people believe that uh, this is a chapter that they have concluded in their history after the end of the expulsion in the 14th, uh, in the 15th century. However, the presence of the Moriscos uh, uh, in the uh, Spanish community did not end uh, with the end of uh, the uh, expulsion process in the uh, year 1524. It continued until the first half of the 18th century. From uh, this graph, we can see how the presence of Moriscos or the uh, uh, tribunals of the Granada Moriscos in the 18th century, how it evolved. Here we see uh, a sharp rise between the year uh, um, uh, between the years uh, 1730 and 17, uh, uh, 20, 1727, which coincides with Granada's uh, uh, tribunals. Granada's tribunals were the last window through which we can. Uh, 
understand the situation of the Moriscos in Spain. Here we see the sentences given uh, to the Moriscos compared to the uh, uh, sentences given to, the, to them in the 16th and 17th century. They were much lighter, as you can see, and much lighter sentences and much more lenient sentences. Also, uh, painting among this group of the Moriscos, uh, we have seen also a number of uh, variation uh, among the, those uh, groups, uh, including uh, administrative people, uh, religious leaders and so on. There were a large number of women in the Moriscos community for a number of reasons that we may explain later on. So the Moriscos have continued and continue to exist in Spain in the 18th century. However, the Moriscos issues took a back seat since the second half of the 17th century. This means that it was a little bit forgotten. However, it continued in the 18th century about the expulsion of the Moriscos and its impact on the literature of Spain at different degrees. However, the publications associated with this event that go all the way back to the 17th century were published and republished. Here we see that we can see how the uh, presence of uh, uh, Moriscos uh, evolved in the uh, library of uh, the, the National Library of Spain. It's uh, definitely the 16th century witnessed many writings, but also in the 19th centuries we had writings about the Moriscos. This is another graph that shows and stresses the, the same fact and the same concept. So the Moriscos uh, in the 18th century were no longer a threat to the religious unity or between two brackets the national security of the Spanish state. They have become only part of a past event that is still living in the conscious and subconscious memory of all Spanish people given the different intellectual backgrounds and so this does not mean that the topic were completely forgotten and that the uh, 17th and 18th century Spanish writers have completely forgotten about uh, the Moriscos uh, topic and gave it to or passed it down, passed down the concept to the 18th century writers. One of the Spanish writers who covered this topic in the 18th century, we can mention a manuscript by the uh, entitled The Mistakes of uh, the uh, Moriscos in Spain. It is a real uh, uh, picture of this uh, uh, and also Morisco Jimenez's writings about the Moriscos and the uh, imp the liberation of uh, uh, captives in Africa by Magravo and uh, in addition to a number of writings uh, that were reprinted or uh, recopied Republishing, republishing of these uh, uh, writings means that the topic is still pretty much alive. The topics that were republished were not antagonistic or the, uh, uh, against the Moriscos, especially the War of Granada by Diego Anagos. This uh, book was not against the Moriscos. So the 18th uh, writings about the Moriscos, the 18th century writings about the Moriscos, uh, were not antagonist against. The, the, the Moriscos. Then we started having uh, writings about the Moriscos in uh, newspapers and magazines. We conducted a research in the uh, National uh, Spanish uh, uh, Archives of uh, the National uh, uh, Spanish uh, uh, Archives in this regard. We have seen that the topic was quite present, but at different levels, actually, and with different ratios. Uh, uh, so the topic of uh, the 
the Moisco's presence has to do with the circumstances where the writers are documenting what happened and advise extensively in this regard, particularly that in this period, this was the end of the old regime in Spain and the country was facing uh, a crisis. So the Moisco's topic was uh, touched upon uh, to highlight why uh, Sp Spanish civilization was being uh, was facing uh, major issues back then and how reformist uh, writers and reformers were very criticizing uh, Spanish monarchy back then and the uh, authority of the Spanish uh, church back then. So the topic was utilized in this context. So the most important topic in this regard is that uh, we have seen how the Spanish uh, writers and thinkers have been addressing uh, the 18th, this issue in the 18th century. It is the uh, century that witnessed uh, uh, some sort of neutrality because the uh, feeling of animosity against uh, the people, uh, the Moriscan people, have really begun to uh, water down and to uh, slow down to a great extent in the 18th century. So, from this perspective, we see how the uh, context uh, of uh, a cultural and uh, a, an economic confrontation was limited. It was not purely a cultural or religious confrontation, it was an economic confrontation as well. Uh, the uh, old Christians were in conflict as well, an economic conflict over resources uh, with the Moiscos. So the approach in the 18th century uh, focused on going beyond this topic in the 18th century and the 19th century, where Spain witnessed many transformations. Despite the failure of uh, uh, establishing a new republic and monarchy and constitutional monarchy and many failures in this regard, there was a general trend to reduce uh, religious uh, um, control of people and individuals, the role of uh, uh, inspection tribunals and uh, uh, the role of uh, the uh, church was quite limited uh, and uh, the uh, issue, uh, we have seen more freedom of speech and uh, uh, the number of uh, newspapers increased. Uh, and here we see how uh, historic writings about the Moriscos issue um, evolved uh, uh, and how uh, the Inquisition courts were completely ab uh, abolished uh, before that time. And in the 18th century and the 19th century, Moriscos' uh, uh, issue was uh, invoked among the liberals and the conservatives and even the uh, supporters of uh, the uh, monarchy and uh, Republicans and uh, the, 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 the Moriscos were likened to the Carolians who were uh, supporting uh, King Carl, who was uh, uh, demanding uh, to be uh, given access to the throne. However, the presence of the Moriscos in the first half of the 18th century, according to the data, the data obtained from the newspapers and magazines, we see that there is an explosion of dealing with the Moriscos tribes, with the Moriscos issue, in the second half of the 19th century. It really received much attention. There was really quite a great deal of attention given to the Moriscos issue in the second half of the uh, 18th, uh, the, of the uh, second half of the 19th century. This is the the period of time where uh, Spanish intellect started rediscovering this topic of the Moriscos. It is the time where the Spanish people recovered their memory and started uh, discussing this topic in a very extensive manner. So if we try to pinpoint some pictures and 
shows showcase some examples in the presence of the Moriscos in some newspapers in the 18th century and the 19th century. We see what happened in the 19th century here and how the, the uh, Spanish approach of tackling the Moriscos issue shifted dramatically from what was in the 18th century. It is no longer about those who were just uh, uh, trying to justify the expulsion of the uh, Moriscos and how the expulsion was justified and fair, but actually the new approach focused on considering the expulsion completely unnecessary, something that harmed Spain, and it is uh, quite against uh, the humanitarian values of the 19th century. Francesco Martinez uh, de la Rosa is the first Spanish uh, historian and expert to uh, and playwright to reject the Spanish approach towards the Moriscos. He uh, issued a play, or he wrote a play, which he was actually expelled to France. He was in exile in France, and uh, his play was uh, uh, really uh, played in uh, uh, Spain in the year 1835. Then uh, Sefend and other writers and playwriters started focusing on the Moriscos issue, all of which were not uh, fully supportive of the Moriscos people, but they were not against the Moriscos. A large number of those uh, books and plays were written by Balicio from uh, people in Valencia. So, uh, giving the uh, how playwriters and how uh, uh, Spanish uh, uh, intellectuals tried to approach uh, the Moriscos issue in the 19th century. We can say that uh, uh, those uh, uh, intellectuals and writers have been really uh, highlighting and showcasing the facts associated with the tragic events that were associated with the expulsion of the Moriscos. But most writers of the 17th century completely avoided doing this. So this was also a very attractive approach for the writers of the 19th century, particularly reformist writers and intellectuals who found that defending the Moriscos will enable them to also defend human rights, such as the freedom of speech and defending human rights. So this is the issue that we have reached a conclusion with. So the strong focus on the Moriscos issue started in the, 19th, uh, in the 1930s or the 30s of the, the 19th uh, century. This was some kind of revival of Spanish uh, memory and revival of uh, the topic through his extensive uh, uh, article about the Moriscos literature, which was written in Spanish and was translated into English in the year 1839. The Orientalist Bascoan de Gallangos was the first Spanish intellectual to write an academic uh, study about the Moriscos in the 19th century. And even afterwards, I don't want to take up too much time, many writings after that date, many writings about the Moriscos started appearing, uh, particularly in the 50s of the 19th century, particularly a book by Florencio Jano, about the uh, social situation of the Moriscos uh, in Spain. So, moreover, a book uh, about uh, the history of uh, the expulsion of the Moriscos uh, in the era of uh, Philip III, the, uh, another book about the revolution of the Moriscos and the expulsion from Spain, and many other writings. In total, the main uh, takeaway here is that the historic uh, hi the historic writings about the Sp uh, Spanish writers in the uh, 19th century managed to get out from the circle of justifying the expulsion of the Moriscos and pave the way for 
form scientific uh, historic writing uh, in Spain about uh, the Moriscos, which started in the 20th century. So the academic scientific approach began to prevail uh, with the publications of Caligrofa writings and many others. So if the historic uh, writings in Spain in the 19th century focus mainly on studying the Moriscan uh, expulsion history, many writings in the second half of the uh, 20th century focused about the Moriscos in uh, exile, particularly in Morocco and Tunisia. This is as far as the uh, topic that I've studied so far. However, the Moriscan history was not uh, purely histo historical or, liter or uh, in terms of uh, documenting the facts. Art also approached the topic. I will quickly show you some uh, paintings about the expulsion in the year uh, 1613, which is, uh, was published by Bancaja Group in Spain. And they were painted uh, as part of a contest uh, that was organized by the Spanish authorities to those who would document the expulsion of the Moriscos. because unfortunately the winning uh, uh, the uh, the painting that uh, uh, won the award burned down with the uh, king's castle in the year 1640 and we have no trace of it this is another painting in Brado um, museum in the uh, 19th century, a number of Orientalist paintings were here. These are not Moiskians. This is a painting. Yes. So, we see here the Orientalist side uh, taking the lead in this regard. This is a painting, a large painting that uh, was present in Valencia Museum. As for the Moiskian presence in uh, Spanish presence, now moving on to the other side, um, or Moriscians in the uh, Arab thought. The Moriscian topic uh, had a relatively important position in Spanish writings at the beginning of the modern era and the end of the uh, modern era. It did not really receive much attention from uh, Arab writers. Uh, I mean the Arab uh, historians, the Moriscians themselves, and the Arab travelers who visited Spain. As uh, we do not even find in uh, find anything until the first uh, half of the 20th century. Not a single app, uh, book was dedicated to the Moriscian issue. Despite uh, the, uh, this note, we know that a number of uh, uh, news about uh, the uh, Moriscian issue began to uh, be uh, uh, documented in the uh, Islamic world, the beginning of the 16th century, in the form of secret uh, correspondence between the Moriscians and uh, the rulers of North Africa and uh, uh, a number of uh, religious leaders, such as this uh, message, which was mentioned, which was sent by which was sent by the Moriscians to uh, Sultan Suleiman al-Qanuni in the year 1541. This comes from the Ottoman archives. Uh, it's a message from the Moriscians the, in Granada to Sultan Suleiman al-Qanuni. So, Montasar al-Gafansi Noor al-Mash in the Manaqib of al-Qashash is uh, the first Arab book uh, that ever covers uh, some segments of uh, the Moriscian uh, history. It is uh, uh, it was issued before another book about the history of Andalusia. But we can consider that the latest uh, text or Maqabi's book is one of the most important uh, texts about building the Arab narrative about the Moriscians, as most uh, 
historical uh, archives uh, in the Arab world about this uh, event in Arab history was uh, focusing or based on it. However, uh, this book by uh, uh, Al-Qafsi was a local book in Tunisia. So Nafhati book was divided into two major segments. The first one has eight chapters that focus on the history of Andalusia since uh, it was uh, uh, first uh, conquered by Muslims until the expulsion of the Moriscos. The second uh, segment has to do with the life of Degutin Khatri. As for the main resources of the book, as mentioned by the author, they come from a number of uh, books where he bought in Morocco in his in his youth and what he heard uh, or hearsay in them. Uh, and the book was written in Egypt. The first uh, topic about uh, the Moriscan history is being very brief. Uh, from 203 pages in the eighth uh, uh, chapter entitled How the Enemy Defeated uh, uh, Muslims in Andalusia and how uh, the uh, modern people there tried to uh, uh, ask the Muslims to assist them, it uh, only dedicated 28 lines, only 28 lines to talk about the Moriscan era, which spanned more than one century, so since the fall of Granada until the year 1614. Despite this uh, unbelievable brevity, Al-Maqri provided almost a complete uh, picture of the Moriscos' history for Arab writers, whether um, the uh, events uh, took, taking place or, or those Muslims living in uh, the Levant or away uh, from the Morisco land or uh, Muslims living in Morocco close by to the Moriscos. Uh, after his book, the Moriscans started writing in the Arabic language. The main note is that the Moriscans themselves started writing uh, in uh, Spanish. However, they started uh, writing after that uh, date uh, and after Qasbi's book, uh, they started writing uh, in Arabic. These were limited chapters and limited writings in conclusion of uh, the uh, manuscripts such as Ibn Abd al-Rafir's book or just a brief mention about different topics, they would mention the Moriscia's uh, uh, topic, such as Nasr Din al Kafirin book. So there is no direct relationship between the texts that we have mentioned. We believe that uh, it is the exact opposite, and that Al-Makr's text was the first Arab text about the Morisco's uh, history, which was disregarded, whether before the expulsion or after it. The state of silence here is associated, as far as I believe, with the uh, Arab historian's aversion to document how the Muslims were defeated in Spain, particularly when they highlight what how the Moriscos were raped and killed uh, when they reached the, the Moroccan uh, shorelines and the Tunisian shorelines. Maybe Ibn Abd al-Rafi'ah was not aware of what al-Maqri said. We know that al-Hajri, Ahmed al-Qasim al-Hajri, uh, highlighted what the book said when he pointed out this, this topic. In the, 16th, in the 17th and 18th century there have been a, a diverse number of Arab writings which talked about uh, the Moriscans. Almost all Moroccan travelers including Ghassani, Ghazal and Meknesi, all of them pointed out in their books uh, to some uh, events in the Moriscans history and they said they even mentioned or detailed some of the interviews with the uh, the world between uh, brackets the, the remaining Moriscans who immigrated to uh, Arab and Muslim countries. So we see that uh, the Moriscans history will continue to be marginalized for two 
تونيسيا فور انستنس ابن جنات الوزير السفاج ان دي حوله سندروسيه بوكس ديديكيتد اونلي ا فيو لاينز تو ذا موريسكوس هيستوري اند فوكسد اون هاو ذا موريسكن موريسكنز اكسبيلد فروم سبين سيتلد ان تونيسيا So uh, the same uh, issue was uh, the same case can be applied actually to the writings of Morocco, such as Saadia uh, State uh, and uh, a book entitled Al Hadi Akbar Muluk Al Qawm Al Hadi and uh, a book entitled uh, The History of the Andalusian Island. Some brief references to the Moriscan history, particularly talking about how the Moriscans settled in Morocco. So the Uh, narratives in the uh, 18th and 19th century were quite similar. In Morocco, in Nasser, in his book Al Istiqsa, for uh, the information mentioned by Al mentioned by Al Qasri, and Ahmed ibn Ziyad, in his book Ikhbar Maluk al Tunis, in Ahd al Aman, what was mentioned by Ibn Abi Abi Dinar, Al Sarad, and Al Naqri. With the beginning of the 20th century, the Arab writings about uh, the uh, Moriscos developed uh, extensively, not just in terms of volume or uh, the implemented scientific approaches as well, but also in terms of the terms used in those books. Uh, the modern writers use terms such as the remaining people from Andalusia, Andalusia uh, or the Andalusians to talk about the Mauritians and their history. Since the beginning of the 20th century, they started using the term Moriscos in the Arab texts. The Lebanese writer Shakib Aslan was the first writer to use this term or to coin this term in the Arabic language, but he uh, defined it as, uh, or he used it as Moriscos, the same way it is pronounced in Spanish, Moriscos. In his translation of The Last People of Savage, in which he added, or to which he added a historic uh, uh, appendix of 27 pages about uh, the Moriscans and uh, the state in Granada. Uh, this is the Arab version that is more detailed, or the most detailed version of uh, the Moriscan history back then. The first edition was in the year uh, uh, 1897. In addition to Arab resources, Aslan uh, was well aware of uh, French and Spanish writings about the Moriscan topic. Uh, Despite the fact that Aslan's uh, book uh, developed uh, uh, the Arab's understanding of the Moriscan history and providing information that were not available in Arab uh, books earlier, his approach and his uh, uh, focus on this topic remained traditional. It was based on the uh, legend of uh, the lost paradise. The lost history of the Moriscos is only part of what, so called, what is called the legend of the fall of Andalusia. So after the uh, publication of the novel uh, The Last People of Saraj or Akhir Bani Saraj, uh, he uh, published uh, the most detailed book about them uh, entitled Al Hulla Sundusiya Fil Akbar Wal Athar Al Andalusiya. It is a book from three volumes. from an encyclopedia that uh, the uh, author wanted to issue 10 uh, volumes of. But the 10th volume, which was uh, uh, supposed to be fully dedicated to the Moriscos, was never published. But in the three volumes that were published, we have seen a number of references to the Moriscan history that were based mainly on Spanish resources. The writer uh, expressed more than once ab uh, about uh, his understanding of uh, the scarcity of knowledge in Arab uh, resources in terms of uh, the Moriscos history. The, uh, the Arabs and the, the East's focus on uh, uh, Moriscos uh, uh, history uh, increased as Muhammad Abdullah Anand, the Egyptian uh, lawyer, uh, wrote his book, The End of Andalusia, and the uh, history of uh, the Arabs who converted to Christianity. 
after the end of the first volume about uh, the uh, uh, conquest of uh, Spain, he issued the last book, uh, his last book on this topic about the Morisca's topic, where he declared that it, there is a dire need and a real need among readers to get to know this dark chapter of uh, uh, Muslims' history in Spain. Abdullah Anan, Muhammad Abdullah Anan was the first Arab writer to write about, to write in a scientific way about the Morisca's expulsion and the history in Spain. He compared in a scientific manner the Spanish and uh, the uh, French uh, resources about this uh, uh, topic and he uh, distinguished between the Andalusian and Moriscan uh, eras in Spain, but he proposed a new term, uh, which is the one we use today, or the Moriscos or the Morisquian, which, uh, given that uh, this term is still thorny in terms of the legitimacy of using this term or not. Is it legitimate or not? Since the, uh, 20, the, the 1920s, uh, there have been an increasing number of uh, writings in the Arab world about the Moriscos, and they can be categorized into two categories. The first category, uh, which is more predominant and more uh, uh, copious, uh, which is under the category of uh, the epilogue of uh, uh, the uh, Moriscan history, uh, or having this some this sort of academic sympathy with the Moriscos. And the second category is the category that focuses on scientific approach and scientific resources. The presence of the Moriscos topic uh, came up also on this, in the so-called uh, the uh, travel uh, uh, traveling uh, literature. And the travelers uh, uh, mentioned the Moriscus topic in different ways. But the presence of uh, Andalusia in uh, Arab uh, novels go all the way back to the beginning of the 20th century. However, the literary uh, coverage uh, and the Arab uh, uh, plays about the Moriscos is quite recent. It goes back to the end of the 20th century and the beginning of the 21st century. As we can see here, the uh, three books about uh, Granada by Radu uh, Ashur and Abdul Wahib's uh, Abdul Wahid Tunis is uh, uh, writing about uh, the uh, uh, Dome of the, last, uh, the End of, the, of Time and all the Iron Beatrice. And there's also uh, Egyptian focus through the last uh, the last Moisco uh, by Subhi Musa in 2015, an Egyptian writer. So there's some sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, exploding interest uh, over the past 10 years in terms of covering the Moriscos issue uh, in Arab literature. Moreover, there, there have been uh, a main focus on the Moriscos history in the last 10 years because there have been an increasing uh, uh, interest in the Arab history in terms of the Moriscos issue, given uh, the number of uh, articles and webinars that have been uh, and seminars that have been dedicated to the Moriscos and reviving the uh, memory of uh, the elapse of four centuries uh, uh, of the expulsion of uh, the Moriscos from Spain. It received uh, a uh, massive coverage by uh, news uh, channels uh, in the Arab world. Therefore, uh, social media also played a major role in promoting uh, the issue of the Moriscos every single year with the uh, um, we see uh, campaigns on Facebook about the collapse of Andalusia and expulsion of the Moriscos. In 2013, there, have been, uh, uh, there was a, a demonstration in Egypt to revive the fall of Andalusia. Uh, in 2013. So there have been different depths uh, of coverage in terms of the uh, Moisca's uh, topic, some of which uh, focused on uh, the, the tragic side of expulsion and the uh, uh, summarizing uh, uh, the entire topic in the form of uh, the confrontation between Islam and, and uh, Christianity and how the uh, 
the victorious uh, uh, Christian majority uh, subjugated the defeated Muslims there, and some others uh, focused on uh, the issue of uh, uh, freedom or tackled this topic from uh, the perspective of uh, the rise of uh, religious intolerance, uh, and uh, the uh, people understood the uh, researchers started understanding that it's not just about it's not mainly about a religious confrontation it is actually about a cultural confrontation or an attempt by the majority to crush uh, the uh, minority uh, in uh, cultural uh, culturally and at all levels so uh, Arab writers and travelers did not really pay much attention to the Morisco's issue until the end of the 19th century this marginalization is based on uh, or emanates from uh, complete ignorance of uh, this part of history particularly that the Moriscans themselves documented very little of their history we believe that given the continuous uh, uh, confrontation between the uh, Spanish uh, people and the Ottomans, the Morisca's uh, uh, image uh, with all the defeat that it represented, it was not really something that uh, uh, Muslim people back then wanted to get to know much about. They only focused on the, the flourishing of the Andalusia. Uh, so that is why uh, the Andalusian, uh, his, the, uh, that's why the history of the Moriscos remained uh, uh, almost ignored in Arab studies uh, for several centuries. The uh, rise in volume in terms of covering the Moriscos history did not really, uh, did not really come with uh, uh, a rise in quality for the coverage. It is still part of the legend of uh, uh, the the fall of Andalusia, or the sad history of the fall of Andalusia, which is invoked many times uh, to be juxtaposed with the uh, eyes of Muslims and their civilization in Andalusia, or the so-called the lost, uh, uh, the lost uh, paradise, uh, to uh, focus on. Uh, how uh, many Arab writings actually, which still uh, want to uh, bring image images from this uh, uh, sad history to uh, cascade it to the current reality. Some people say that uh, the Moriscus issue uh, for the Arabs has become some sort of uh, this uh, uh, dark image, or as Abdurrahman Kmir, the Moroccan writer said, it is a form of uh, the end of history for the Arabs. The same uh, topic was uh, written by Adonis in two uh, uh, poems in which he said, you, ha you don't love the uh, the night of this uh, of what is gone because uh, you are focusing on the morning of uh, the future that will come so he want to conclude by a positive note he says that the evening uh, will be will really pave the way for the rising sun with sunrise so if uh, we can take it into from this perspective uh, as the, the darkness before the night uh, to consider it some sort of sunrise before sunset thank you for your listening and attention thank you for listening You've been listening to a download from the NYU Abu Dhabi Institute. You'll find more information on our website, www.nyuad.nyu.edu institute.